Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 208 and 19 Mark here on WWL Radio. Just like the man said, uh, Ian Hoke sitting in for Scoot, the senior studio producer of Scoot on the Air and the assistant brand manager and production uh, program director here at WWL. Scoot's going to be back on Tuesday. I'm happy to be spending this time with you. Coleman's on the other side of the glass doing a great job as always. Uh, we're going to keep this segment kind of short, Coleman, because I want to take a break early so we got time for both of our guests. So help me out there. Um, you know, I had a fun idea. Here's something I would like to do that everybody can get involved in. Um, I just had this idea a couple minutes ago, and I think it's a, I think it's a good one. Uh, you know, when I hear like Halloween music that we're using on the radio, you know, Steve is using it in his sports raps, and we use it a little bit uh, at the end of the Newell Norman show there. Help me put together a playlist of Halloween songs for Monday. Because I'm hosting again on Monday, and I thought it would be cool if y'all listening now send me songs on the Oakland Art Jewelers Talking Text Line, 504-260-1870. Text me the name of a good Halloween song or songs. You know, it could be, uh, you know, I always feel like somebody's watching me or whatever, the Ghostbusters theme. I don't know, any of your favorite Halloween songs. Text that to me, and we are going to make a collaborative playlist together. And I will put that playlist together on Scoot's Spotify account. And I will share that with you if you like. And we will play some of that music on Monday. So this is an opportunity where you get to help put together the bumper music for next Monday. Shoot me right now or any time in the next you know, hour and 50 minutes. Shoot me some good Halloween songs that I can put on our collaborative Scoot on the Air Halloween playlist. Sound good? I love that. Okay, great. Uh, like I said, we're going to step away early in a minute, but I want to do some housekeeping first. First, I want to remind you, uh, we're giving away two tickets to the Saints-Bears game, which is next Sunday. We're playing the Colts, of course, this Sunday. But after that, uh, we're playing the Bears right here at home in the Dome. And we want to give you two tickets. You can win two tickets to see the Saints play the Bears. You can also win two tickets to the VIP tailgate experience from Bullseye Event Group. They got an open bar with premium brand liquor. So, you know, not your, like, you know, mystery brand vodka or, you know, stuff like that. It's like Grey Goose. It's like Patron. You know, good stuff. It's an open bar. They got an all-you-can-eat buffet from celebrity chef Aaron May. And all of this is in a really cool setting uh, where you're overlooking Champion Square, and you can see all the people milling about like ants down there. 
and you feel so cool because, you know, you're up on the fifth story balcony. There's a DJ. They got a ton of cool sports memorabilia up there. Um, I think some of it you can bid on. There might be a silent auction. I don't know if they do that every week, but I know they've done that in the past. But it's a lot of fun to look at this stuff anyway. They got Saints gear. They got LSU gear. All-you-can-eat buffet, open bar, and then you get to go to the Saints game. It's awesome. It's a great, great prize. It's a great, great contest. Enter this contest right now. Go to WWL.com slash contests with an S on the end and enter for your chance to win. It takes like 45 seconds. All you have to do is put in your email address and I think your date of birth and that's it. You're automatically entered to win. Uh, We're going to run that contest for just a couple more days, but there's no reason you shouldn't enter it right now. Go to WWL.com slash contests and enter to win. Uh, Also, you know, LSU is on a bye week, which means that Brian Kelly you know, he usually has uh, the the LSU, uh, the Brian Kelly show is usually Friday nights at six o'clock, but he's uh, he's taking a day off as well. So we're going to have a special bonus edition of kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. And we usually play kickoff with Boomer and Valenti at 11 p.m. on Fridays and at 7 a.m. on Sundays. If neither of those times is convenient for you to listen to, you may enjoy tuning in at six o'clock and hearing, uh, you know, Boomer and Valenti. It's a, it's a really fun show. Uh, they cover uh, the entire slate of NFL games. They got great pro analysis. They make weekend picks. They keep you up with all the biggest stories in the league. You know, you're going to get all that intrigue, um, you know, from from all 32 teams. So that's tonight at six o'clock and then again tonight at 11 and then again Sunday morning at 7 a.m. right before first take. Uh, at WWL.com today, here's a story. Representative Bowman pleads guilty to falsely pulling a fire alarm. Remember this? I think it was like two, two, two and a half weeks ago from the article. Democratic Representative Jabal, uh, Jamal Bowman from New York entered a guilty plea on Thursday after he was charged with one misdemeanor for falsely pulling a fire alarm in the Cannon House office building last month. Bowman's actions have been heavily criticized as it came moments before a key House vote to keep the government funded. Appearing in D.C. Superior Court on Thursday, a day after he was charged, Bowman agreed to plead guilty, pay a $1,000 fine, and write an apology to the Capitol Police in a deal struck with prosecutors. Bowman said, I really regret that this caused so much confusion and that people had to evacuate, and I just caused a disturbance. I hate that. It's pretty embarrassing. I said from the very beginning I was not trying to disrupt any congressional proceedings. I'm glad that the investigation yielded that. Uh, Okay. And so it was against D.C. law, and I got to take responsibility for it, which I'm here to do. Hey, Coleman, have you ever been in a rush to get somewhere? All the time. Did it ever occur to you that you could just yank down the fire alarm next to the door and somehow get there faster? No, but for what I understand, I thought he thought that was the emergency exit. He was trying to get out of a door. His, he was in a rush. That's, yeah. what he, that's what he said initially, right? He thought he was trying to get out of a door. He thought it was a door handle. He's, I think his original story was that that door is usually open, and he was in a rush. And so when he got there and he found that the door was closed, the next thing his mind went to was, I better pull down the fire alarm. Man, how you, you never seen a fire alarm in your life, Jamal? Maybe he thought the fire alarm automatically unlocks every door in the area. He thought that was his way out. I mean, it does. 
Well, there you, if go. you you can pull a fire alarm and doors will usually open. That is the reason that we have that technology. The, the interplay of the fire alarm and the door is very important in public safety. But that's not you, you just find another door, man. If you're a couple minutes late to the vote, you're a couple minutes late. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say maybe we do need age restrictions when voting for politicians. Yeah, right. I didn't even think he's that old. <laughs> he, he's not even one of like the, the 80 year old ones. Bless their heart. They're not pulling any fire alarms. Anyway, he pleaded guilty. He's going to pay a $1,000 fine and have to write. <laughs> I love that they're making him write a letter to the Capitol Police like he's in first grade and he got caught, you know, shooting spitballs or you something. You know he's not going to. He's going to dictate a letter. Oh, yeah, Somebody else is going to. Some unfortunate underling is going to have to write it, probably in cursive or something. Yeah. They should make, yeah, send him to the, to the Capitol classroom with a chalkboard and make him write, I'm sorry I falsely pulled the fire alarm 500 times. Make him stay after the session and do all that writing. All right, we're going to step away a little bit early here. Oh, uh, yeah, got some cool bumper music this hour. It's all kind of classic rock this time around. And, and then at 3 o'clock, I got a, a bunch of just 90s jams that I think will make you feel good and get you in, a, in the mood for Friday and celebrate this awesome Halloween weekend. We're going to come back with Justin Kennedy from Parkway Bakery and Tavern and talk about his very popular Thanksgiving po' boy. Then we'll talk to Chris Hanna. And I swear I'm going to get to the story about this X-rated erotica book about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. That and much more coming up on WWL Radio. I'm Ian Hoken for Scoot. I'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Turn it up. Slaps. Jam. I'm starting to collect some of your suggestions for Halloween music that we can play next Monday. If you didn't hear, we're going to make a sort of collaborative playlist together. You can send me a suggestion of a Halloween song. Um, if it's not really something obvious, you know, make sure you give me the artist and the title of the song so I can go pick it out. And... Uh, <laughs> Starting to get some great suggestions here. I, I'm impressed with you guys. I see a lot of Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper, Donovan. More than one person is suggesting the Ghetto Boys, which I'm thrilled about. I, I, I don't think anyone's ever played the Ghetto Boys on WWL Radio before, so we'll be the first. Joining me on the line right now is Justin Kennedy. Justin is the general manager of the Parkway Bakery and Tavern up there on the Bayou. Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks for making time today. 
Ian, thanks for having me, man. Y'all always have something to talk about, so thanks for fitting me in. We sure do, man. We're all here to do what we're all here to do. You guys make sandwiches and we make talk. Um, Okay, uh, let's just jump right in, man. I've been talking about the Thanksgiving po' boy all afternoon. Tell us more about the history of the Thanksgiving po' boy and how it became a tradition at Parkway. Yeah, you see, so me and my Uncle Jay reopened Parkway back in 2003, it had been closed for years, and uh, when we reopened it, it didn't take long that, you know, we, we needed to do some specials. And one Thanksgiving, it took about three years to have to get this one going. It was 2006. You know, we were coming up from Katrina. Mm-hmm. We need something to get people a little motivated. And I said, let's, let's do a Thanksgiving po' boy. Because, you know, you think everyone does this at their home, right? After you after you're done cooking the turkey, you got leftover turkey, cranberry sauce, gravy, green bean casserole. Uh, I mean, all kind of stuff. Just make a sandwich with it. So I said, let's let's make a sandwich. And that's exactly what we did. We we roasted a few turkeys, made some uh, some stuffing from scratch with some uh, gravy and cranberry sauce. Put that on that Leinheimer French bread. And if I wouldn't, I, I, I back then I never would have. Uh, thought what it what it turned into now it's a it's it is awesome you know people look for look forward to it every single year and i mean it's it's on wednesdays in november that's when we do it i remember uh i think i had my first one in maybe 2009 and i mean every look i i I love y'all's restaurant i always I, i come in there as often as i can probably a couple times a month i usually get fried shrimp or hot sausage or the caprese uh, but the Thanksgiving po' boy is, it just holds a special place in my heart, man. I'm, I'm so thankful that you guys are there are are still doing it. How many? This might not be a, the easiest question to answer, but here we go. How many turkeys do you have to cook to serve all so, these po' so boys? Like, so we'll end up cooking probably about forty. 20 pound birds like a few days before right now like for the first wednesday the day after halloween is a thanksgiving turkey wednesday at parkway november 1st right is is it right into it and usually you don't have that usually you only have four wednesdays this this uh year we have five and uh, uh so we're cooking about 30 right now it'll get up to 40 or 50 20 pound birds and i mean it's it's whole birds carved up uh, you know, skin on just like at the at the house, and yeah. then we take the legs, strip uh-huh. the meat, the, the the dark meat. We throw in the stuffing, and then we take the bones from the legs, and that's what we make the stock with to make the stuffing. I mean, it's it's the real deal. And uh, like right now, I had to come upstairs to my apartment. I was trying to find a quiet place to talk. I'm like, let me just go upstairs because it's just it's it, we're in season. It's crazy <laughs> right now down down there in the restaurant, and we got a new kitchen that. You know, we can we can get it out. And, uh, you know, the last couple of years, it's been a kind of a struggle. Like COVID, we did like a, a drive through. Right. Right. And in 2021, there were still restrictions on the amount of people in the restaurant. So I, I kind of dialed it down then. And then last year, 2022, when we we're ready to kick it back going, there's a turkey shortage this year. Mm-hmm. It's wide open. So we're trying to spread the word out. And the main thing we're trying to get out there, spreading the word, is raising money for the Al Copen Foundation to, to fight cancer. And, and, and yeah. that's what we're doing with it. Great. I want to come back to the Al Copeland Foundation in just a second. But you, you mentioned that you had the expanded kitchen. 
Y'all have done some pretty big renovations in there. I mean, these are not insignificant changes. I think the last time I came in with some friends for a bite, I was shocked to find myself in, 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 in a completely different indoor dining area with an entire second bar. Oh, I mean, so you got to sit in that. Yeah, awesome. I got to, it, and, and it has a name. I can't. What's you have a special Jay's name for that? place? Jay's place. That's right. Yeah, and you know, my uncle. Look, he's the one that bought it from the Timothy family back in the early '90s. He had this place as a tool shed for his construction business from the early '90s <laughs> until 2003. Never wow. thought he was going to open it up. I used to work with him on the weekends and come in this place and get tools to go to the job site. And everybody said. Jay, you got to open that place back up, yeah. you know, what it used to be. In, in 2003, gave him the guts. I was just getting out of high school. I jumped in with him. Who would have known 20 years later, you know, I've been here, I've been here since I was 18. I'm 38 now. And, and uh, wow, what a ride. And what we've, what, what's happened with this place and that just because we've just been loyal. Yeah, you know, I'm just speaking for me. We've been loyal to this spot and, and just what the customers, how we're blessed with the cu customers giving us the business they give us. We put it back into the business, and, and that's how we're able to do it. Yeah, and the latest uh, addition is, you know, the apartment that I'm in is a shotgun double over 100 years old that's jacked up 25 feet. We <laughs> did that in 2007. Wow. Not knowing why we were doing it we were just you know we could up our square footage and we we jacked it up you know and uh we had all this space underneath and what's under there now is a prep kitchen with five or six ovens tilt skillets grills you know you can make sandwiches under there if we need extra sandwich makers and then we have yeah we have parkways known for having a lot of seats but most of our seating's outdoors with very limited in the, mm -hmm. the bar in the front in the dining room well, we have a dining room that holds close to 75 people with a bar so it's like a full service restaurant within a restaurant and we call it jay's place we we're thinking of a place to call it. and jay was like man you know i want people to know what i did you know he's jay's gonna live till he's 300 years old but he wants like a little area, like a little legacy area. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what it is. You know, we got a bunch of his first article, No Guts, No Gravy, from NOLA.com's up there. A bunch of other articles, uh, just the, the construction. Uh, we got primo pictures of like, quality New Orleans memorabilia that we, mm -hmm. you know, people know and love when they come to Parkway. We hung some great stuff up and, uh, and yeah, that's what it is. It's like a, it's almost like a little, I wouldn't say trendy, just so saying speakeasy, because someone had said that before. Uh, but it has that feel because what I'm trying to do is build it with locals. Yeah. This is really the first promotion I've ever really talked about it because what I'm trying to do, you see that line out the door, you know, you're building it with tourists. Your locals already know about Parkway, mm -hmm. but the tourists that come in town, they want to see one of the oldest po'boy shops. So that line gets longer and longer. Mm -hmm. And you're afraid that your tourists, I mean, your locals might drive by and say, oh, man, we can't go to Parkway. They're too busy. Mm -hmm. Well, every time I see a local, and if you look, you're locals and you're one of those that, that don't want to fight the line, we have this place. You park in our parking lot. We have 87 spots. And then you walk right through the back. You get full service right there. And the out-of-towners, look, if they find it, we'll serve them. Sure. But 
usually out of towners get dropped off in an Uber. They get in the regular line. So yeah. look, locals take advantage of it. It's like what they do at, at Cafe Du Monde. Too. People just see the line and they, they go get in it without realizing that you don't have to do that necessarily. So I'm glad we have Jay's place. Okay, um, let's talk about the Al Copeland Foundation and the hashtag I did it for the turkey campaign. Yes, this is the main reason we're promoting Thanksgiving Po' Boy. You know, there's a lot of work, there's a lot of labor that goes into it. And, 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 and you know, uh, I, it's such a phenomenon. We only do it one day a week. I'm like, uh, I had a guy, I'm all over the place, but I had a guy that used to work for me, right? His name was John Jackson. Sweetheart, sweetheart of a man, man. He did. He was like a mentor to me. He did like 30 years in Angola. He got out. He worked for Big Al and Little Al, but uh, in the Copelands and Metairie. But uh, he'd take a bus there, and he lived right next door to Parkway. So I was out doing something, and he told me the story. They loved working for the Copelands, but it's just too hard to get out there. Long story short, I hired him. He worked with me for 12, 13 years. He was my best buddy i mean we did everything together he was the type of guy when i made 25 years old this dude gave me 25 one dollar bills and said look every year you you, you spend a dollar and you think about me i could be dead and gone wow. well that's exactly what happened back in 2014 he uh passed away of 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 the same skin cancer that uh uh al uh senior passed which is a death sentence sentence look he was healthy uh able-bodied worked at parkway just like Al, you know, and, and a few months later after this uh, Merkel cell carcinoma got him, look, gone, nothing you could do. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, years later, maybe about two or three years later, uh, I saw this ad promoting Al Copeland Foundation. It's still one of the best secrets in town, still. Like the word's not out like it should be. Mm-hmm. And I saw a little social media promotion. It's like, tell your Al story, big Al story. It's for the foundation. I said, I got an Al story yeah. about Mr. John Jackson. And, and I told him that story. They reached out to me. I, I tried to, I was thinking, how could I raise money for this foundation? Mm-hmm. Well, this is it. And, and, and what it is, is uh, you can go to alcopelandfoundation.org. And you can buy a skip-the-line ticket. Now, the ticket is pricey, but it is a donation to fight cancer. It's $100, but you get to skip the line. Uh, you get the sandwich. You get a, a commemorative T-shirt. You get sweet potato fries. Oh, whoa. You get uh, 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 lemonade uh, by this uh, another uh, board member. His name's uh, Josh. And he's like 14 years old, so he has his, he has his lemonade stand, so he'll be making lemonade. Wow. And uh, you get all this stuff, but the uh, the whole $100 bill, the whole Benjamin, goes to the foundation. And guess what? Uh, you know, that the, the drug that they were working on, their big thing is clinical trials. And the drug that they had been working on for a long time and it has been saving people, it, it was F. FDA approved, and it, and it was actually the drug that gave Jimmy Buffett four more years of life before he passed, because oh, he passed at the same thing. Right. Uh, so they're doing big work out there. It's still That's kind great. of a secret, but, uh, yeah, you can skip alcopenfoundation.org, drop 100, skip the line, get a bunch of goodies, and just know that whole $100 bill's going to the cause. And, look, you know, a small 
I haven't priced it exact yet, but I, th- I think a, a half a po' boy is probably 13 and some change. A large is probably 17 and some change. So if you decide to go in the line and order like regular, Parkway is going to take a cut of the uh, the sales, and we're going to write a big check to the foundation. Wow. So, you know, there's something for everybody. So don't Dang. feel like you got to drop that $100 yeah. bill to – uh, to do it. But look, if you got it, it's going to a good call. Man, bless you, Justin. That's great. And look, you said that it, you know, a hundred dollars is a little spendy. I'm kind of doing the math in my, in the background. Like I would pay $20 for that po boy. You know, the t-shirt is probably $20. You know, your lemonade is like $5, just the privilege of skipping the line, which can, yeah. you know, and be New quite Orleans long. ice cream had, had New Orleans and ice get dessert cream, and Adrian fries. Sensen, he's a wild card. This he is come a good up deal. with a pump, Pumpkin spice ice cream sandwiches. Come on, uh, that he's throwing in too. But what, what's so crazy is that we actually, Crystal Hot Sauce is so on board with this. There are we've never had a sponsor. They uh, we usually raise about ten grand with this skip the line thing. Maybe about ten, yeah. eleven, twelve people do it on a Wednesday, and then we'll. Uh, Crystal Hot Sauce almost gave us close to that much in sponsorship, you know, just mm-hmm. saying, hey, we're, we're behind this. So, you know, uh, it, it's, it's pretty amazing when, when you start getting sponsorship for a, a turkey sandwich. That's huge. I have just a couple <laughs> you know? minutes left with you, Justin, here. Uh, thanks again for your time. My guest is Justin Kennedy of the Parkway Bakery and Tavern. Do you all have anything else like this that somehow escaped my attention? You don't have like a like a Easter po' boy or like a like a Fourth of July po' boy. We got one right now. <laughs> we do over the weekend of Mardi Gras called the Edgar Allan po' boy. You're kidding me! I swear. What's on that? Come up with it. Uh, uh, Sid Noel, Morgus the Magnificent, no! called us up about four years ago, what? five years ago. He come up with it. We we partnered, and uh, when he did his big Sanger, his show at the Sanger, his last show, he, yeah. he told all the guests at the end, and he had a little jingle with it, too. Uh, what did he say? He said, the Edgar Allan Poe boy buried in its gravy. Uh, then he said something about the Raven Cajun Navy. He, he He's a character, so... We wrap it up in black butcher paper. It's grilled alligator sauce, it's provolone cheese, roast beef gravy, and debris. A little blue plate mayo mix with a little uh, uh, Creole mustard on there, and however you, whatever you want, lettuce, tomato, pickle. So that's, that's awesome. That's the sandwich, and and we people they come asking for it in October. So whenever we do a special, it feels like uh, you know uh, it, it kind of sticks. Mm-hmm. But the Thanksgiving is. It, went a whole different direction i never would have thought it would have went i am so thrilled for you what a great cause what a great business you're a great guy justin um congratulations on everything you've achieved so far i hope you have an amazing month making a million dollars for the al copeland foundation thank you so much for your time today bud thanks for having me in all right take it easy keep it breezy we're gonna come back right after this with chris hannah from Jewel of the South, which just was awarded the honor of being one of the top 50 bars in the United States. I'm Ian Hoken for Scoot. Stick around. Go your own way! 243 here on WWL right now, getting right to it. Chris Hanna is one of the owners and uh, bartenders at Jewel of the South right down here in the French Quarter. Chris, welcome to the show. Nice to speak with you on the radio for once, man. Yeah, right on. How's it going? I'm doing great. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your origin story? Um, 
you mean like uh, bartending wise? Or yeah. What's going? On? Yeah. What's your What's your uh, curriculum vitae? I would say, well, this is my 20th year in the French Quarter. Very proud of that because of the, uh, the lineage of bartenders that have worked so long in the quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, so 15 years at the French 75 bar. I'm very proud of what I've done there. And uh, now that French 75 is a New Orleans cocktail, I'm really very happy, to about, happy about that, especially made with cognac. And five years ago almost, we opened uh, Jewel of the South. Great. Um, Jewel of the South has been named one of the best 50 bars in the whole world. I went and looked at their website, um, and it just is making me drool, man. I mean, these other bars look incredible. And Jewel of the South is is right in here with these unbelievable-looking places in these really, you know, wealthy, huge metropolitan areas from all over the world. There's Barcelona and Dubai and Florence and Lima and Tokyo and Athens and Mexico City. And then there's little old New Orleans um, representing yeah, the U.S. <laughs> New York City is the only other U.S. bar or city that has a bar on the map. So congratulations on Jewel of the South being recognized as one of the best in the world. Tell us what it's like to see your bar on that list. Um, it's pretty amazing. I've, I've judged for World's Best since 2010. Um, and so I've been with this uh, this group, and it's, it's just the community of bars that are, you're right, uh, put together in this World's Best list are truly amazing. So um, bringing, having a team that, that helps me uh, bring Jewel um, to this list has been pretty fantastic. So, like, so being in Singapore with a couple of my bartenders, seeing our, our bar chosen as a at top 50 and looking at our photos with everybody from the world, it's, it's been pretty fantastic, to be honest. So you've been to many of the other bars on this list. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I've been oh. in the community now 20 years. Uh, Tales of the Cocktail is really what, like, spawned all of this. Um, bar community, every single city, we all like, we all know each other. It's, it's, it's been a fantastic ride. I cannot tell you how envious I am. I love what I do. I think this is what I'm here to do. But if I could go over and redesign the whole thing, I might like to be a mixologist like you and get to go to all these exotic places and meet interesting people and just... Have tons of cocktails, man. It just sounds great. I'm, I'm happy for you. All right. Um, it, tell us what sets Jewel of the South apart from other bars. Well, um, bringing back a lot of the old cocktails that weren't being made is kind of uh, what I've brought over from French 75 Bar. And I introduced there and brought it over to Jewel of the South. We're really, you know, we're really pretty old Creole cottage, 1830s. And what we wanted to do is was bring back Jewel of the South, which was in the CBD. It was like mm-hmm. the St. Mary neighborhood before it like knocked over for all the big buildings. Yeah. And so we, we got this uh, beautiful cottage. So we wanted to bring Jewel of the South back to New Orleans, which was the most famous bar back in, uh, in the 1850s. Santini was, was the owner. He was the most famous bartender in New Orleans and the entire South. And what we, you know, what sets us apart is I think I believe hospitality as well. Like every guest um, is treated, you know, wonderfully. We're really happy that they came in for cocktails that they never had drinks before. We are happy to explain them, so we make all the classics, and we have a lot of fun uh, creating new cocktails as well. I love stopping by there after work, or uh, sometimes like on a weekend afternoon. I just, I just love the atmosphere in there, man. The vibe. It's so on point, and that is so important. Describe what you do over there, you and your uh, the people you work with, to to create a memorable experience for your patrons. 
Well, we are pretty, pretty versed with, with everything we're doing, whether it's drinks and food. The food is very uh, unique because our, our chefs from London, it's an amazing uh, French techniques with uh, English, um, Eng- English roots and, and everything that's on the menu. Um, it's, you know, we just, we just want everybody to, to feel at home in this little tavern that we've created. It to is. To be honest. Yeah. It, no, yeah. it's totally cozy. Um, it, and actually, the last time I was in there and, and I spoke to you, I had just gotten off the bus uh, because that's the, one of the bus stops that I sometimes stop at is just around the corner. And I was on my way to <laughs> I was on my way to see Janelle Monet at the Orpheum, which if you know anything about Janelle Monet, like you can't just show up in jeans and a T-shirt to this concert. Like I had to put on a costume <laughs> right. and get kind of gussied up, you know, so I was dressed a little bit funny. But I was walking past and I said, God, you know, I'm going to go in and get a Brandy Cresta. And I thought maybe that I would get some weird looks or something like that or that somebody would say, hey, man, you know, put on a blazer. You can't wear that in here like this is a nice place. But nobody batted an eye. I felt totally comfortable. So somehow you've threaded the needle between, you know, being upscale but not snotty about it. Very welcoming, very friendly. Your staff was impeccable and so kind to me. Um, you've created a really good culture among uh, the people there, and I congratulate you for that. Um, I never thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I never miss an opportunity to tell people about the brandy crusta and how much I love them. Um, tell us about how that cocktail came back from the dead, so to speak. Well, to be honest with you, um, in 2004, this uh, a lady came into uh, the bar where I was working, and she ordered one, and I, I was I wasn't I haven't made one before. And then I was looking around and, and they were there were nowhere. You know, the brownie custard was not being made. I found the recipe and I found a couple of recipes and I and I put them all together to what I I figured would be what Santini like originally made. And it's obviously it's like it's the first sugar rim cocktail in the entire world. So it's before the uh, sidecar, before the the lemon drop, <laughs> which most most people know. So the entire world, it's the first uh, sugar rim cocktail. So it's the first time somebody thought to put sugar on their rim as to like complete the balance of the drink. It's also the first time uh, there was a juice program program ever put together. Usually it was always punch. So it's a you know Santini was the first one to put a single uh, single usage of juice into a cocktail. So it led to the Daisy, led to the Margarita, and it all started here in New Orleans. So that's why it's uh, important for us for me to have brought it back, and I've been doing so. Um, so for 20 years now, and now I, now that we finally have Jewel of the South, it's obviously our staple cocktail because mm-hmm. uh, it was the one that made uh, Santini famous. And you know what's funny is it was originally it was every every Cresta, so it was rum Cresta, whiskey Cresta, what? gin Cresta, but the brandy Cresta oh. is the one that stuck. So that's why the brandy Cresta is the is the one that we all know. Fascinating. And and I, uh, when I was in there last time on my way to that concert. Um, some I, I knew I was going to get a Brandy Cresta, but some of your other guests had ordered a cocktail that, that was like uh, it was smoking. There was something on fire that was producing smoke and it wasn't an accident, you know, as part of the, the appeal of the cocktail. Yeah. You guys have such interesting creations in there. Tell me about your approach to, you know, innovating new cocktails. We are as a team, we um, we love the classics. We're always going to make them. And then we have we love finding new ways to uh, uh, adapt to like them with like newer newer styles and so like you, you mentioned these other cocktails other cocktail bars in that top 50s list and it's amazing to go to these bars and watch what they do so we we definitely you know it's like we spy and we make sure that we see other what other people are doing we bring it back you know if you're not cheating you're not trying right yeah <laughs> so yeah so we watch we watch what our friends we 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 base our community whatever our community is doing we're going to be doing the same thing and we just want everybody to be happy that who comes into the bar. 
Love it. Um, okay, last one. Uh, my studio producer, Coleman, over there, mentioned to me a day before yesterday, he said, hey, man, you keep telling your guests on the radio show from out of town that if they're ever here, you'll buy them a Sazerac. What is that? And my jaw hit the floor. I was like, what are you talking about? What's a Sazerac? It'd be one thing if you never had one, but to have never even heard of it. So I told right. Coleman, I said, after work on Monday, you and I are going to get a Sazerac. And at the time, I hadn't figured out where I was going to bring him for a Sazerac. But I think I know now. You think you can impress Coleman with a, his first ever Sazerac? I, I definitely do. We have a very unique Sazerac. It was actually uh, Esquire's number one Sazerac in the whole country last Come year. On! So Are you I kidding know, me? Pretty, yeah, we're pretty proud of it. That's amazing. I can't wait to come in and get a Sazerac and uh, introduce you to Coleman. I'll let you go here, Chris. I can't wait to see you on Monday, man. Have a great weekend. Thank you for making the time, and congratulations again on your bar, Jewel of the South, being one of the top 50 bars on planet Earth. I'm elated for you, man. Congratulations. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Take it easy. Keep it breezy. We'll be right with more after this right here on WWL. We'll take care of some biz. I swear, I'm going to get to the news about the X-rated Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey book. Uh, that I, I know you're on the edge of your seat for that, so it's coming up quickly. And then at 3.20, we're going to talk to Ton Trong, our WWL uh, multimedia journalist, about the latest episode of the Ton Report, which is all about the Rougarou and the sort of mystery and uh, uh, legend that, that comes with that story. So we'll get you all caught up with Taylor Swift porn and the Rougarou after this. Have I ever told you about my my plan to get a, a a kitten and name it The Doors? No, you have not. At the earliest possible opportunity, I'm going to get a kitten and I'm going to name it The Doors. Why? So that way, when I have company over... And the cat walks into the room, I can go, ladies and gentlemen, the doors. (laughs) Okay. Like I was, I think, on the the Ed Sullivan show, they went, ladies and gentlemen, the doors. Okay. What? Nothing. What's funny? You don't think this is a good idea? Well, you, then you can't come over and hang out with the doors. So you're going to kick me out the doors? Oh, my God. Coleman. Coleman. Unbelievable. Hey, there's no LSU game tomorrow, but we're going to bring you a very special edition of Sports Talk with Bobby Heber and Mike Dettelier. Join the two Cajuns live from Rouse's Market Uptown on Chapatulas tomorrow from 1 to 4 p.m. You know, swing by. Get, uh, get your Halloween candy. Get you a case of Parkies. And then uh, swing by and say hello to Bobby and Mike. They'll be there from 1 to 4 at the Rouse's Uptown on Chapatulas, talking LSU college football. And, of course, they will preview Saints at Colts, which is Sunday at high noon. More about that X-rated Taylor Swift book and Ton Trong about the Rougarou. Here's Chris Miller. Be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 